0: Hello, everyone. My name is Lloyd and welcome to Thoughts of a Content Creator, the place where we talk about business of being a content creator. Today, we have an incredible guest. If you're on TikTok and you've dreamt about having a beard, you've probably already heard his voice. He has 122,000 subscribers on YouTube. And maybe you thought that was a fluke. So I popped over to IG where he has 73,000 followers. And just just to triple check, I also checked on TikTok where he has 99,000 followers. Ladies and gentlemen, he knows something about creating content. He's the owner of the channel Black Men's Beard. He's also the co-founder of a grooming company called Evan Alexander. Please help me welcome Brandon Martell. How are you today, brother? Oh, man, I am amazing. Thank you for having me, Lloyd. Thank you. Absolutely. (laughs) I I appreciate it. Um, So, you know, I want to talk about a few different things. I know you're an entrepreneur. I know you've had a few different businesses, um, but you're also one of the best content creators that I know. And so I want to start by just giving the audience an idea of who you are before we really dive into your journey as a content creator. If you're at an event and someone says, Brandon, what do you do? Like, how do you answer that question?
1: And that's a really great. It depends on where I'm at, you know. If I'm uh, if I'm at an entrepreneurial event, then I'm an entrepreneur, and uh, I, I have to, I put that hat on. If I'm at a a place where it's a bunch of creatives, influencers, things of that nature, then I will put that hat on. Um, so it depends on where where you know. It really depends on where I am. Yeah, um, and then I would lead with you know, if it's an influence, you know, if I'm creative, I'm I'm leading creative. If it's, if it's entrepreneurship business, I'm leading with that. So it really depends on where I'm at at that particular time.
0: Yeah. I I love that. You know um, I feel like part of how I was first introduced to you was via like YouTube. It was kind of like, Oh snap, this guy's like, his videos are really, really dope. And And I think I subscribed. And at the time, Like this is when YouTube was still kind of early and I think people were still trying to figure it out. But it was like, Mm -hmm. dang, this guy's like really consistent. He like he kind of has like his style figured out or whatever. Mm -hmm. How did you first get into like the business of like creating content? Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, uh, it's funny because I had up until that point, I tried to create. I was trying to figure out my thing. Um, up until that point on the on the entrepreneurial side and on the creative side. But I knew those two worlds would go go hand in hand. Uh, I had a, a company, uh, well, I was a co-founder of a company called Focus with me uh, and a, a great, uh, a really, really great friend of mine. That we had been friends for over 20 years, uh, really like a brother. And uh, we had started this company called Focus and we would go around to, we had these different um, programs, these health and wellness programs for uh, people who are, were in these uh, drug rehabilitation, alcohol re- rehabilitation centers. And so we would create these health and wellness programs um, just to help them, um, you know, boost their confidence, you know, start to form new habits uh, and things of that nature. And so along with that, we also was creating uh, what, we, what we call a new uh, 67 where we would take you through 67 steps on how to, to be, your, your be your best and greatest self through health and wellness. So we were creating content on that, uh, you know, um, eBooks, things of that nature as well off, off top of that. Um, and then also I would, I would do um, a lot of like motivational um, type of vid- you know, videos and, and, and so forth. So uh, I was, you know, creating content, trying to figure my way um. through this particular, uh, this, this particular space. And it wasn't until uh, it came down to the beard, you know, um, and that, and I, it wasn't a, so much a conscious thing like, oh, I'm about to go do beards, you know, yeah. it wasn't so much that. It was more so what people were already um, inquiring about, you know, something that I really wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't specialize in beard care. I didn't know anything too much. I didn't know too much about it. Hey, hey, I was trying to figure out my situation (laughs) at the same time. I'm like, I'm in the same boat where you all are. I'm here too. So I uh, took it upon myself to figure it out through trial and error. And it went from people. I just knew around the city. I was in LA at the time. Oh, what are you doing? Oh yeah. Try this. You know, it's just it's just like anybody will call you Lord. Hey man, I, I, I just need your, your opinion. You would just give your opinion or, you know, you'll help them out, but that was, that would be it. And you'll be moving on. Right. Yeah. But, but this became a thing where it became one person after another. And I started I'm like, okay, I need to actually create a YouTube channel because 10 people started to turn into 20. I started seeing it uh, multiply right. very rapidly. Um, and I, I'm like, I don't have that type of time to talk to, um, that many people I wasn't you know I wasn't invited to a TED talk <laughs> so I couldn't get my TED talk on at that particular time nor was I um in a space to do uh but I was in a space to create content and YouTube was the best place to uh, create that content because it's shareable it's a place yeah. that people are and you're able to create a community from that so my whole idea was just hey get this content share with everybody if it helps you great you know, and that—that's what this is all about. Uh, hopefully, this is a—a a, a guide uh, to help you navigate the beer journey. And right. that was just it. And I was—I was, was going to leave it like that, but it didn't just end there. It turned into uh, an entrepreneur, a, 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 a opportunity to create a business um, for my—you know—for myself, and also create value, more value for the community as well. In addition to that. Um, but we can get into that, you know, deeper into that because uh, that that's a whole of story. But that was kind of my introduction into being a content um, creator.
0: Yeah, yo, I love that man. So like, it's like all these people are asking you. So naturally, it's like a no brainer. Like, yo, twenty people are asking me. I can't talk to twenty people, but one video can address twenty people. Mm-hmm. Um, walk like, what was your experience going from like, yo, I have the information. Like, if these people are asking me, like, I know something to saying like, yo, I'm online, I'm creating content and I'm confident in my ability to create content. What was like, did you, was it ever a struggle that like, yo, I'm going to be in front of a camera talking to people? What was like your experience initially?
1: Man, you know, you, you definitely, it's practice, right? Being in front of a camera and you're talking to the camera. It's a, it, it, it isn't interesting when you're initially doing it, it is interesting because typically am we're talking to each other, but you're a human, I'm a human, and we you know, you're nodding, I'm nodding. So that helps carry to carry the conversation. It's like, okay, I'm, you know, am I am I going in the right direction with this conversation? Or maybe I'm not, or did I say something that right. may have offended, you know, like you can get feedback, but when you're in a camera, you there's no feedback. It's just you. <laughs> Right. Right. Uh, And so um, that is very that that is a uh, it does take time to get over, to get comfortable with being in front of a camera, uh, putting yourself in a place where you are imagining you're actually talking to like physically your people are there. Yeah. And that that was a trick that that really helped me to um, um, really get used to being in front of a camera when actually nobody
0: really wasn't you know, wasn't there in real yeah. life. Bro, that that's spot on, man. That, that it's funny that you say that. Like sometimes I forget that like you're talking to like real hu- like there's like humans on the other side. Mm-hmm. Um and to think about it that way and just think like like yo, if you're talking to one person, they're nodding their head, they're doing all of those things. It it really if you envision like you're just talking to one person, that even just that alone does make mm-hmm. it a little easier to to digest. You know, like from the time you've started your content to just where you are now is insane, right. and we'll talk about like your your business success in just a moment, but like do do you view creating content and and before you even had like a successful business, I'd even say like you were a successful like content creator like you were doing really well on YouTube before like Evan Alexander really popped off like that do you view creating content as like a skill or is it, do you view it as like a talent? Do you feel like there are some people that are just like naturally born content creators? Do you feel like most of it is just kind of like, you're just saying practice. How do you, how do you view creating content?
1: That's a great question. Um, You know, uh, uh, a content creator is no different than, than a Drake and Adele. Mm -hmm. There's really no, you're no different. You're pretty much the same. And so, what makes those individuals skilled? You know, of course, there's, there's, there's a business involved in that. But if you just, you know, if you really kind of break it down, there's a lot of artists in the world, a lot of artists. And but however, you only know so many, yeah. you know, uh, so in a the cream kind of r- rise to the, you know, to the top, it, it, so to speak. So there is a, a degree of skill that you develop over time, the art, you know, of speaking, you know, uh, public speaking right? There's a, there, there's a skill there connecting, being able to tell stories. Uh, You have to understand uh, that, you know, knowing, knowing the nuance of Mm -hmm. how to position things and say things in a certain manner, uh, especially in the things that I do, I have to be very cognizant about what I say and how I say it. um, Because, you know, you're dealing with, Uh, ingredients you're dealing with products and you're more importantly you're dealing with people who are actually using these these products so you have to be very cognizant of that Um, so that is a skill within itself you have to work on um, over time you know that that particular art and then you also have the talent like there is there's some people who are just talented they get in front it doesn't matter if they're in front of a camera if they're The physically in front of people, they just you you just know they just have a talent to entertain. You have I think there's a there is a a talent of entertainment, Uh, and if you have that talent, it definitely um, talent plus the hard work plus that the um, the skill set, then absolutely you're like you're you're out of here as a creator. So you you I think that both play a part, but if you but that doesn't necessarily mean that a person. Who is skilled? A person who's skilled can definitely be up there with people who are skilled and talented. But the people who are talented just has a little bit sparkle. It's like an extra yeah. spark to them that makes it that it's like mm, there's something about them that 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 I gravitate uh, towards them yeah. a little bit more. But um, definitely skill and talent plays a huge part in this.
0: Yeah, yo, it's crazy to hear you even break it down like that. It just kind of it's just so much intentionality and there's so many nuances that go into creating content. I used to think at first that it was just like, yo, someone got lucky they went viral and they you know, yeah. their thing popped, but all the, like the successful creators I talk to, like they understand the science and the nuance behind it and, and breaking down like, yo, these are my strengths. These are my weaknesses. This is what I have. This is what I need to improve. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's great to hear it broken down that way. I think a lot of people look at you in your position and feel like, yo, I want to get to wherever he is like, that is like the dream, right? Like you built an audience as like a creator, and then you were then able to go on and build a business and, and and continue to grow that and hire people. Like, that's amazing. And I think one of the things that hinders people when they first start is trying to figure out like, yo, like, what is my niche? Like, who do I service? And I know when you first started, you're creating beard content. And so naturally it's like, okay, dang. So I know I'm like targeting men, but I am curious, did you have to further define what your niche was beyond that? Or was it just, you know, men and that's it?
1: Yeah, no, that, that was my, I already, for me, it was like, Hey, listen, my goal, I had a goal. My goal was to um, impact three million men around the world. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, that was my goal. So once I uh, started, it made it that much easier to to hone in and focus. It was this book called, um, uh, it's called uh, The One Thing by Gary Keller, I believe is his last name, but, it's, but the book is called One Thing. That book changed my life because up until that point, and my mom always jokes about this. She said every week you was calling me, and it was it was always something. So I would pick. She said every time she picked up the phone, she'd be like, "All right, what's new? What's right, next?" Right. Because every week it was just something I was into. I was excited about. I was, um, but I was, you know. But that that's what it became. And when um, I read this book, and and it just said you need to. It's like you just need to focus on one thing. Mm-hmm. You focus and you give your energy to that one thing, uh, you will be able to get a whole lot. Further than if you are focusing on multiple things at the same time, wow. uh, the the mind can only uh, f- the the mind can only hold one thought at a time. Wow! It can't, it can't hold two thoughts at the same time. It can only hold one thought at the, at at one time. And so when I read that book, the, that that one thing, like literally, like. That's when my life. That's when things changed. The whole everything changed, and that's when I was like, you know what? I'm going to focus on beards. I'm going to. I'm going to. I want to know every little thing about beards, how it grows out the follicle. Matter of fact, how does it start when you're in your your your, your mother's stomach? So I started mm. to study. Uh, I started to study it from that particular perspective, and um, and I learned so much about. <laughs> about just hair, skin, the follicle organs, how they play a part, uh, minerals and vitamins. I started to just and what that did, that helped because that gave me more things to talk about. Yeah. Uh, and then it also gave me more um I had more perspective. I had right. I have had, had more perspective. So it gave me a, a great deal of perspective. So yeah, man, it's just you know, it's one of those things where, for me, I always wanted to focus on. Um, I set out to say, "Hey, this is what I'm going to focus on. This is my goal," and um, and that's what I did. Yeah, focused on um, a
0: black man's beard. I love that. Yeah, I I um, don't hold me to this. I think my dates might be a little off, but I I think in 2020 I saw an article that came out that said your brand in 2019 became a million dollar brand or you, you cross the million dollar mark from a revenue sure. perspective, um, which that is like amazing. And I think the percentage of businesses that get to do that is, is really, really small. How did you decide that like, yo, I'm a content creator and I want to start creating my own products and formalize this business?
1: Mm-hmm. Man, that's, it's, thank you. Um, but and, and, No, but, but thank you. And you know, the question, that's a really great question because now what you see you what what now you're starting to see more creators now they're starting to get into create their own business and create these other streams of income like now they're starting to do it before then they that's that wasn't a, a popular thing amongst creators right but for me all, for me it how it all was organic so you know one I've always been an entrepreneur you know uh for as long as I can remember, I had the, you know, I was in, a, in, a, in a, had the ability to actually go out and, and create value in exchange um, for a dollar. And and so when I started to get into this, uh, this beard niche, um, for me, I was just like, man, I just wanted to educate. That's it. I just yeah. want to educate. That's it. I just want to educate. And I want I want to be the best educator beard educator out there that's it i just want to be be the best beard educator because i knew if i can become the best beard educator and i can get to that goal of of three million by way of hey if i can talk to this 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 guy he's gonna if they have children they can talk to their children and it kind of it would create this um it would create some tradition uh in right. a sense where they're able to pass down these these tips and things of that nature so in my mind that's how i was going to get there yeah um, but then the guys was kind of asking me about products, you know, cause I was doing product reviews and, um, they were like, okay, is there any, any other brands out there? So I was like, and so I started researching. I'm like, man, there's a whole, uh, community of these brands. They have beer products, beard oils and bombs. I'm like, y'all don't know nothing about this, but mm. of course they don't because they're in this community Yeah, and the pro- the, the companies, these companies are over here and And so, and they were on Instagram at the time. So, what I did, I was like, hey, well then let me be the bridge. And I was gonna create, I was creating a marketplace. And um I was creating a marketplace, and then I was like, you know what? Now they call it drop shipping, but at the time it wasn't called drop shipping. So I took all these these black owned brands. I said, Hey, let me bring these black-owned brands onto this platform, and I would be the bridge between the community, I'll bring them in the community and, and the products. And that's and that's essentially what I did. And I was like, at the time, I think I was just taking like I think ten to twelve percent mm-hmm. from every sale, which was nothing at all. Yeah. But I already knew in my mind the objective was not to uh, make a lot of money initially. The objective was to build a level of trust, build value, build relationships uh, and, um, create something where I, where it's like, okay, if I can, um, if this can work on this scale, then maybe it can work on the next, uh, the next uh, level. Uh, and so I, and so from there, I'm getting 10%. They get, they taking home 80, 90%. I'm doing all the work.
0: Right. It's
1: it's nothing, you know, this is not, you know, to say that they, uh, you know, um, that was me doing, I made that decision. Right. I made the choice to, to take that direction to negotiate those deals and things of that nature. I made that decision for you know the reasons that I, I, I just shared. Um, but but what happened was they had one. is one company. I'm not going to name the company, but they called me one day. It was like, hey, like, what are you doing? You're selling more products on your website than we are in our store.
0: Wow. And when they
1: when they told me that, and I you know I saw them, I can see the numbers on the back end, and when they when they were sharing that with me. Um, I didn't know, I couldn't see their numbers from their store, but I can see what's going on in my store. So when they said that, I was like, oh, okay, so we really on, we we're heading in the right direction. You know, you get right. these, you get these uh signals along your journey to say you're heading, you're heading in the right direction. And you need those signals. I think right. it's important. And that was a signal to let me know, okay, you're heading in the right direction with this. And so it went from, you know, just creating this uh this marketplace, you know, to creating, going into my, uh, creating, starting my own business. But again, man, I, I was just really listening to the community, the community. Mm. I wouldn't have started the marketplace if the community wasn't asking me about other products and brands. Uh, and then I wouldn't have got into our brand if the community did not want, uh, uh, a, a level of, uh, customer, a uh, uh, customer service, yeah. um, that they felt it was appropriate. So that's how I kind of, that's how I got into, uh, creating my own brand. So, Man, um, it's a story. It's a it's a long story, but at at the same time, um, it's been an exciting journey. But yeah, me getting into uh, starting my own, you know, a commerce, e-commerce, um, yeah, and that that was that was definitely the best decision I, I have I have made at that particular time.
0: Yeah, yo, you know, sometimes I feel like when people are starting their thing, they're starting their business, their creator journey, whatever it may that like their lane may be, it kind of feels like yo. I'm starting, so I really have to go hard at this. I'm doing it yeah. every day. I'm doing it, whatever it may be. You know, I, I like to parallel it. to like rappers, like you might hear Kanye when he was like, yo, I was doing like five beats a day every single day. Yeah. And then at some point they like make it and it's kind of like, yo, I need to like reverse this because now maybe like spending time with my family is more important or maybe yeah. I, I want more balance, right? Um, yeah. And I think the same applies to like being a startup or starting a company where it kind of feels like I'm starting. So I really need to like go hard at this. But then maybe there's a certain point where you feel like, okay, like I can, I can, I can not chill a little more, but do you feel like you're at that point? Like, do you feel like, how do you view sort of like balancing kind of like your business, your creator journey with your sort of like some of the values of everyday life, like spending time with your family and so on and so forth?
1: Man, that's a really great question because I think there's a, there's, there is a struggle between creator and um, operating a business, there is a struggle, uh, as uh, Thomas Sowell would say, there is no solutions. There's only Mm trade-offs. So you're going to be trading things off every single day. You're trading things off. If the business needs a little bit more, uh, attention, then you're trading off the opportunity to create, right. To educate, um, from that standpoint. Um, and so those always, those particular trade-offs. And I think that, um, one of the things that what I would say with creators, I have a business partner, right? I have a I have a, I'm, I have a business partner, uh, Joe, and uh, that has very that's that that has helped tremendously, tremendously. He's been a, a huge, a huge, huge part of this particular journey that I've been on, uh, this part of the journey I've been on, and I think that that has helped out a ton because you have somebody there who could. Um, pick up a lot of the slack that you may not be able to pick up because when I was when I was doing the marketplace and yeah. creator at the same time, it was like mayhem in the right. house. It was mayhem because you know, um, it's, that's what happens when you're trying to do two things at the same time that requires a great deal of your time and your attention, and they're they're all important. You got to create. Cause this is going to feed into the business. Right. But you got to have the business because your community, they want some, a place that they can go. That's going to help serve their needs. Yeah. Uh, so, but you got to continue to create uh, content because you want to build more awareness about, about this. Right. So there's always this, this pool, right. Um, you know, and I would, I would, I would right now where I'm at, at this particular time, and it's it's, it's and that's why I said it's interesting that you asked this particular question because it's been a struggle. It's really been a struggle up to this point as a creator because I'm a creator first, mm-hmm. and and that is the the most that is the the that is the the toughest thing these past couple of years has been the, the 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 challenge because it's like it's like it, it would be as if Kobe Kobe Bryant right in yeah. his prime. Goes into the front office, and now he's looking at the game. You yeah. know, he keeps still he playing. He's playing, and he's in the front office. But right. you know, some games he's not going to be able to play because he got to be in the front office. And sometimes, he gotta, but when it's like he's in the front office, and it's like a game where the Lakers are like,
0: yeah, close.
1: It's five points. They down at the wire, two minutes to go. Right, and he's like, oh man, I got it, but he can't get in the game. You just right. can't just jump. you just you just can't jump, <laughs> jump in the game. You know, just work like that, right? Right, and it's a he, I, he, he would have a struggle internal struggle because he understands the impact that he can, you know, he would have on that game. He's was like, I know I can impact the game in that level, uh, you know, on that particular level. And sometimes it's like that, where you're looking and you know, how, how you can impact, but because you're going through this growth, you're, you're going through a growth process, right. As we just talked about growing yeah. and things are changing. In in the midst, and there's, there's level there's this discomforts. Now there's a level of discomfort, and you have to adjust mentally uh, to what's going on, and you have to keep the bigger picture in front of you at all times. Because if not, you can get lost in the you can get lost in this this battle between creator entrepreneurship, creator entrepreneurship, creator entrepreneur. and, I, and I'm full time, right? So it's like it's it's a it's a it's a it's a, it, the the risk is high. There's a, yeah. there's, the risk is that much higher because this, you know, it has to go work. If it right. doesn't work, then I, I'm going back to square one, which is okay. But at the end of the day, I'm there's I, a lot there's on the line. I, there's a lot on the line, <laughs> right? And so that, so when you have a when you have a, that situation going on at the same time, it can be very, very. Challenging to uh, to balance and do and do both, and so I would t- share with any creator who wants to go in that particular space. I would say this: um, one, find a business partner that is in alignment with your vision. Mm. Right, find a business partner who, someone who can say, "Hey, you know what? You can operate the business. I just i i'll, I'll be the i'll be the star of the show." And then you know you can operate the business, and we can all grow, right? We can all right. grow. Uh, I think that you you definitely got to get to that point because if not, um, ego can get into it can get in the way, right? You know. So for anybody out there, you know, if you're getting into that in, into that space, are you thinking about getting into your business into a business as a creator? Find somebody who can operate the business because operating and creative are totally two different things, and. Um, and if you could stay in a, in your space of being a creator, do what you really do, what you're special at and that in your business partner can operate and do what they're special out. Oh man, you can you can you can impact the world tremendously. So that's the first thing that I would recommend any creator do, because um, um, you're going to have to make a decision. Do you want to be an operator? Or do you want to be a creator? Yeah. And um, and that is a decision that you want to think about. Fairly closely because if not, then you're gonna find yourself struggling through that particular process until um, until you get to a point where you just like, hey, you know what? I have to make a decision. I have to draw a right. line, a line in the sand, and be okay with um, whatever just d- direction you want to go. But um, yeah, man, it's it's a, it's definitely been a challenge for me as a creator and as well as an operator because it, you know we have ten we have ten employees now, so now I'm wow. managing people on top of that yeah. and. Then I got to create on top of that, and and then I have my son family, right? right? We talked about. Then you got, you got, I got to spend family time. I got to have time to myself, right? Um, and then you, you know, you, it, these are things that you have to take into consideration so you can maintain a level of insanity. I mean, yeah. uh, sanity and a level, just 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 staying level headed and staying as balanced as you possibly can. Um, it's very important to make, to ensure that you carve out and you say no to a lot of things and you begin to create boundaries uh, around uh, yourself to say, Hey, you know what? These are the things, this is where I'm going to put a, a percentage in this. I'm going to put a percentage in this a percentage in this, because um, I had to get to a point to where, you know, me and my business partner, we had a heart to heart. It was like, Hey, you know, I want to, you know, really just be full-time creating Right. And uh, I want to go on that. You know, really go back to being this one hundred percent full time creating. And I think that um, those are some those are some of the things that we all, as you get into this space as a creator and as a business owner, um, you're you're faced with. Uh, how do you I balance all these activities going on at the same time? Right. And uh, and the risk is high, man. It's 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 a, it's a high risk uh, journey, but at the same time, it's an enjoyable journey.
0: Yeah. Yo, I, I can imagine. And I love how you broke that down and shout out to Joe. I know he's a, a beast with the, the business stuff. He's awesome. Absolutely. Um, I, I have one more question for you. And I think your last answer may answer this a little bit, but I have a friend named Mitali. shout out to Mitali, who's thinking about starting an e-commerce business. And I'm convinced that he's going to succeed, but he's still early on in his, you know, e-com journey. What advice would you have for him as just like someone starting out?
1: Man, if you're starting, if you're starting out, I would say focus on one thing, you know. Because um, once you start off, when you start in your business, the world a whole a world opens up to you, and it's like, oh, I can do all these things, like the kid in the candy store. Right. Hey, listen, uh, somebody told me they said, um, you can do anything, but you can't do everything. Mm. You know, you can do anything, but you just can't do everything. And I think that for a person who's starting off. I would say focus on that one thing. Focus on that one product. Whatever your strength is, focus on that and double down, triple down on that, whatever that may be, because yeah. that is going to take you from point one to point two, three, and so on and so forth. And whatever that special sauce is, do not change the sauce. People get fancy; they start changing things up, and no, do not change the sauce if. If the reason why people come here because we got the best spaghetti, don't change the, the, your, your spaghetti sauce. This is what right. people come. That's this is why this is the word of mouth and all. Right. You know, I don't. And all of a sudden now you start changing it up. No, don't do that. Stick with what why people love and enjoy you and what you do. And that's what I would say as a as a, a e commerce. I mean, I would definitely want to know a little bit more details about the business. I can get a little bit more detail than that, but I think that sometimes i see entrepreneurs they are trying to do uh uh multiple things at the same time but they right. but, you, but in this business it's like having a ch- it's your child mm. it's, it's a baby it's it's your child so as if you have a child if this is your your child it demands so much attention it requires so much from you uh you have to make decisions about um holidays you have to make decisions about friends you have to you know in terms of going out when you go out and yeah. hang out things of that nature and you have to make decisions on where you're especially in the beginning you know um your business truly truly needs uh, every bit of every ounce of your sweat blood and tears if you you know if you will and so if you're not um focused on that that thing that your special sauce then it's easy to just. E- I saw people do it, you know, during twenty twenty. A lot of people start changing up their sauce, and I understand mm-hmm. why they did it. But now we're in twenty twenty two, and the game has changed. Right. And um and so I think that those who are more consistent, uh, have been consistent, will uh, prevail this uh this new decade. And those who have not, um, it's going to be a uh, a truly uphill battle for
0: uh, for them and their business. Yo, know, I really appreciate that, man. And thank you so much for being here. To everyone listening, you can support Brandon's business at EvanAlexanderGrooming.com. And I'll link that in the show notes. I really appreciate you being here, man.
1: Man, anytime, man. This is great, man. This is fun, man. I, I could have gone on another 30 minutes.